Welcome to the underground. A place to hear the word of God before you go six feet under the ground. Where the word of God takes you to places, to the unseen, where there's void at in your life, where darkness covers, where the foundation of God is being laid, where growth is happening, where the seed of God's word is beginning to be sowed, where repentance starts, the underground. Who am I? Just the voice of one calling out saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew 4.17 From that time, Jesus began to preach saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The underground. Galatians chapter 1 Verse 6 Galatians chapter 1 in verse 6. It says, I am shocked that you are turning away so soon from God. I'm shocked. God says, I'm shocked that you are turning away from me. So I'm shocked when you got into that relationship. You start to turn from me. I'm shocked when I bless you with that job. You're turning from me. I'm shocked that I bless you with that house and you're turning from me. I'm shocked that I bless you with those kids and you're turning from me. I'm shocked that I bless you with that ministry and you're turning from me. So soon, soon as you got what you wanted from me, you turn from me. When, when, when you were seeking these things instead of the kingdom. See, we get in the habit of not seeking the kingdom, but we seek all these other things. We, we switch it around. It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these other things will be added. But we seek all these other things and we forget about the kingdom and his righteousness. And that's why we turn so soon. It was never about the kingdom with you. It was never about his righteousness with you. It was about all those other things. And it shows because you have turned so soon. Well, I'm here to tell you, you need to repent real soon. Who called you to himself through the love and mercy of Christ? Who called you to himself through the loving mercy of Christ? Right now, you have loving mercy over your life. That's what's covering you. That house is not covering you. That job is not covering you. That relationship is not covering you. That marriage is not covering you. Your health is not covering you. Your fitness plan is not covering you. Your gym membership is not covering you. Your vegetarian diet is not covering you. It's the love and mercy of God. Your pastor is not covering you. It's the love and mercy of God. your ministry is not covering you. It's the love and mercy of God that all is not covering you. 
understand it's the loving mercy of God that's covering us every single morning we wake up. Look at the modern day Proverbs. We have so many modern day Proverbs around us that shows us when the mercy of God is not on your life, your life just becomes ruined, destruction. It looks like chaos. It's like, oh my God, what happened to them? The mercies of God ran out. That's what happened. The mercies of God runs out. You are following a different way that pretends to be the good news. Mm. God says you are following this different gospel. You're following this different religion. You're following this movement that pretends to be the good news. It pretends to be me. And that's why you're turning so soon. You'll fall in love with this new movement. Are you getting caught up in something else that's not of Christ? Are you getting caught up in some YouTube movement? You're getting caught up in some ministry that don't confront you to lay down your life for Christ? You're following a different way that pretends to be the good news, God says. Verse 7, it says, but it's not the good news at all. That thing that you're following, Paul said, it's not the good news at all. It's not. Are you following something that doesn't even preach Christ? Are you following something that don't even preach about repentance? When the last time, whatever you're following, has it talked to you about repenting? Has it talked to you about seeking God? Has it talked about us, uh, talked to you about laying down your life, picking up your cross? Has it talked to you about the kingdom of God? We're following things that is so busy encouraging us to build something for the kingdom of this world. I'm not trying to build nothing for this world. I'm building something for the kingdom of God. And if you're a child of God, that's where your focus needs to be. And that's what you need to be following. People who are encouraging you to focus on the kingdom of God and not the kingdom of these world, not the kingdoms of this world. You are being fooled by those who deliberately twist the truth concerning Christ. God said, you're being fooled. You're being hoodwinked. You're being bamboozled. <laughs> uh, shout out. You're being fooled. Plain and simple. You're being fooled. You're being played. You're being tricked. You're being a simp right now. They run the game all on you right now. And they twisting up the truth. Yeah, they give you a little truth to make it seem like it's of God, but they twisting it up. 
That's why you got to study to show thyself approved. That's why you got to study the word for yourself. That's why you got to have this ammunition for yourself. So you can know if you being food or not. You can know if people are twisting that word up or not. That's why you got to know. You got to be close to the spirit. You got to hear the spirit of God. You got to ask for discernment so you can know if you're being fooled or not. Are you just going to that church because that's where your grandma and your uh, mama went to? Are you just doing it? Are you just going there because that's where your whole family go? <laughs> Ooh, excuse me, y'all. Tell somebody and say bless them. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But yeah, you being fooled. Matter of fact, I want to ask you a question. Are you somebody who deliberately twists the word up? Are you somebody that's fooling somebody? You may be that person. I may be talking to the person who's doing all the fooling right now. I may be talking to the person who loves twisting up the word of God. You need to stop and repent. Mm-hmm. This is God coming at you. Just saying, hey, stop fooling people. Stop twisting up my word. Stop manipulating people. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. And I, and I think he's saying, saying it nicely right now. Yeah, I think he's he's being, he's, he has mercy right now. You know, I used to be that uh, person who used to fool people, who used to twist his words up for my own gain. You know, I used to be that type of person. Thank God for his mercy. Verse eight, it said, let God curse fall on anyone. Let God's curse fall on anyone, including us. Or even an angel from heaven who preaches a different kind of of gospel than the one we preach to you. Anybody who preaching a different kind of gospel, God said, let that let a curse fall on you. Ooh, that's that's oh my gosh. A curse. I don't I don't want none of that curse. I don't uh uh I don't want no curse from God. Mm-mm. So if you're not if you're not in to preach the word of God, if you're not trying to be all the way sincere with it, all the way 100 with it, just don't preach at all. Just sit down until you get your heart right. Say, God, look here. My heart ain't right. I still want to do some things. My flesh still want to do some things. I still want to manipulate some people. I still want to run game on some people. So, God, let me step down. Let me just go ahead and do what I got to do. But I ain't finna twist your word up because it says let a curse. What kind of curse God putting on people? My gosh, I don't want nothing. Oh, my. that scares me. See, that's see, that's why when I read the word too, that's why I be scared of God. I read stuff like that, well, a curse. When I'm gonna be itching or something, when my back go be what? What's gonna happen? What kind of curse? I'm gonna be stanky. I'm gonna get boils. I'm gonna have frogs all in my house. I, don't, uh -uh. I ain't trying to have no frogs in my house, God. Hold up. Make sure I'm preaching your word right. That's type of, see, that's that God I'd be scared of. It, let, let me read this again, y'all. It says, let God's curse fall on anyone, including us or even an angel. Are he putting curses on angels? What in the world? 
Oh, see when see, tell somebody say when God get mad, he get big mad. The angels getting it too. Yeah, the God say the angels can get it too. Don't play with my word. See, y'all got to understand his word is his word. See, I know we use our words. We just, you know, we say things and we, you know, forget and we say things and we don't come through with it. But God says, my word is my word. It's my bond. It's who I am. I stand by my word. I swear by my word. And ain't nobody going to play with my word. And as man, let me talk to the man real quick. That's how we got to be about our word, player. Straight up. It got to be, yo, that's my word. If I said it, I meant it. If I said I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Because I said it. It's my word. And I'm letting y'all know, God's saying he's serious about his word. Even an angel from heaven who preaches a different kind of good news or gospel than the one we preach to you. Verse nine, he said, I say it again, what we have said before. So basically, you know, let me say this again. <laughs> God, if God got to repeat itself, that means we need to listen. Okay. If God is repeating himself in the Bible, in the Holy Scriptures, that means we need to pay close attention to this. See, mama used to say, don't let me say it again. <laughs> oh, man, I miss my mama. I miss you, mama. Hey, hey, shout out to Sheila Renee Berry, one of the realest to ever do it. One of the realest to ever do it. It says, I say it again, what we have said before. If anyone preaches any other gospel than the one you welcome, let that person be cursed. So he's serious about that. There's a curse on people right now who's preaching these false doctrine. Are you listening to that person? Are you listening to somebody who's been cursed by God? Are you following somebody, saints, that has been cursed by God? Are you tithing, giving to someone who's been cursed by God? Are you in a relationship with someone that has been cursed by God? Are you sleeping with someone that has been cursed by God? Are you in love with someone? who has been cursed by God? Are you taking vacations with someone who has been cursed by God? Are you planning on moving with somebody who has been cursed by God? Question, are you cursed by God? I can see the horses right now. Oh, God is uncursed. <laughs> I can see it. I can see. I can, I can feel it right there in the spirit. Everybody like, oh, God is uncursed. 
Wait a minute. Let me get my life together. I ain't trying to be cursed. I feel it. That's what I'm saying. We got to have that urgency. We got to be sincere. We got to be ready. Like, that's every day we need to be getting, you know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about being scared of God, but just making sure, God, we good. If Before I try to be good with everybody else, before I'm trying to make my relationships right with everybody and make sure I'm cool, and, hey, I'm trying to make sure me and God straight right. Hey, we good, God? Okay, cool. Okay. We good. Tell somebody and say, we good. Verse 10. Obviously, I'm not trying to win approval of people, but God. Ain't that the truth? Look, hey, we can't, we can't be trying to get validation and approval for people. If you if you if you're trying to walk with God, you can't be trying to be, get validation from people or or humans. It, God has to be your number one audience. Period. All right, and I know that that can be tough in the world. I know it's tough. I don't want to downplay that. That's a tough thing to not seek validation from your peers or from your family or from just your friends and from people you're in relationships with. That's tough. I get it. But, you know, that's a part of this walk. That's the sacrifices, you know what I'm saying, that you got to take. You can't be worrying about the approval of man, of women, of your family, of your coworkers. Or your followers, you know, you can't do that. Or, you know, your, your Facebook friends, you can't worry about their approval. You got to just be worrying about guys, you feel me? So uh, if pleasing people were my goal, is that your goal? You know, a lot of us, we, we get caught, you know, we say we have this goal, but really our goal is just really to stunt before people, you know. The reason we doing what we doing, because our goal really is to show out for people. The reason we talk the way we talk is really because we want to please people, you know. The reason we drive the car that we drive because we really trying to please people. The reason we live in the house that we live in is because we really trying to please people, you know. The reason we post certain pictures is because we really trying to please people. That's why. We're, we're in the business of pleasing people. Our life is centered around pleasing people and not God. And I want to say if you are there right now, which is a very tough place to be. And again, I don't want to downplay that. That's a spiritual hole. And I, I want you to sincerely ask God to help you and release you from that bondage of always trying to please people. And ask God to give me a desire in heart, dear God, to just please you. To just please you. It says, if pleasing people were my goal, I would not be a servant of Christ. So you can't please people and be a servant of God. You can't please people and be a servant of Christ. It just don't go. You can't try to love God and love the world. It just doesn't work. So you're going to have to decide, do I want to please people or do I want to please God? Again, saints of God, you're going to have to decide, do I want to please people or do I want to please God? The underground.
a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground, where the word of God takes you to places where it's unseen, where there's a void in your life, where the darkness covers, where the foundation is being laid, where growth is beginning to happen, where the seed of God's word is being sown, and where repentance starts. Revelations 3 and 3. Remember then what you just received and heard. Keep it and repent. If you will not wake up, I will come like a thief and you will not know at what hour I will come against you. The underground.